Today on the At The Bar podcast, me and Brayton will be going over our shot or nots. That's basically our version of love slash hate for week one of the fantasy football season. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and download. Cheers. Welcome to the At The Bar Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew DeReese. Here's my co-host, Brayton Trahan. And today on At The Bar, we're going to be going over our shot or not list. Yes, we are. What does that mean, Brayton? Basically, stardom, sit'em of the, of the week. Yeah, week one. Week one. Week one, stardom, sit'em. Football is finally here. It's week one, baby. Woohoo! It's week one, baby. Can't wait to hear uh, Carrie Underwood singing on Sunday Night Football. Uh, I thought, I, for some reason, I thought it was Monday nights. No. I've been what. waiting all day for Sunday, Sunday night. night. Who, who it used to be on? Uh, it used to be Hank Williams. Hank. Hank Williams Jr., boy. All right. Should have died out a long time before. Four. Have pity on, on a die. <laughs> That was way Excuse too loud. me, man, but where's the door? Hand right. me my hat. Excuse me, man, but where's the, the door? Thank you, thank you. Back to fantasy. All right, so we'll start with our QBs. Yeah, QBs. We're going to go shot of the week. Shot of the week okay. is our stardom of the week, basically. Yep. The guy that... We think is a lock. Now, okay, so before I wanted to start, I wanted to say this, okay? Okay. I'm not adding Christian McCaffrey because everyone should start him. Yeah, I mean... It's, we're not giving... It's we're not giving out... Not going to include Christian McCaffrey, Devontae Adams, um, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, all, all your main guys that are yeah. never going to leave your roster. This is going to include the guys that you might be thinking of benching... Like, you might be on the fringe mm-hmm. of starting or sitting them, which is why we're giving you a few stats to help prove as to why you should be starting them this week. Or even if uh, they're one of your starters, like a, a one of your first-round picks, like... Uh, I mean, if you, like, okay, who if, have you taken the first round? You're going to start every We're going to play with their, their matchups. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. going to play more with their Correct. matchups. Correct. So... We'll start. You can you can go with your start of the week. Okay, so my shot of the week this week for week one is Ryan Tannehill. They're opening up the season against the Arizona Cardinals. So this off season they lost Pat Pete, and Malcolm Butler is now thinking about retiring for mental health. Yeah, I saw that uh, yesterday. Yeah, so that's that's two corners already gone, and you're facing AJ Brown and Julio Jones week one. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> So, I, I see this being a high-scoring game. Um, I still think Tennessee runs the ball a lot this year. But with a new OC, I'm going to have to see how he wants to run his offense. Um, Arizona clearly has a good enough offense to keep up with Tennessee. Yeah. So, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I mean, the over on this game is most likely going to be set at 50-something, 60. Yeah, I think it 
I think the over and under the over under for this game set at 51 and a half. That's the second highest over under for week one right behind Kansas City and Cleveland. So I mean, yeah, yeah, they they have it being a high scoring game. So I think if you lock in Tannehill in your lineup, I mean, I'm sure if you have Tannehill, actually, Tannehill might be like your backup quarterback because I know his ADP wasn't that high, which I don't know why. I mean, adding Julio Jones to your offense should yeah. boost your ADP. But I think you could start Ryan Tannehill this week and he will be your high highest scoring quarterback on your team. This, my shot of the week might be your, you know, top quarterback that you think might be top seven or top five but i have tom brady he's playing a poor cowboys defense and i know matt's gonna look at me because he's gonna say that the cowboys defense is amazing they improved blah blah fucking blah they need to prove it first yep honestly they need to fucking prove it first and and until they 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 prove it I'm gonna take Tom Brady against them, and they're gonna the Bucks are gonna fucking slaughter him. Dak's not 100. percent If he does play, that's even better. Give me Tom Brady as a, my uh, shot of the week. Um, my regular shot for this week. A little S- little uh, vodka shot. Yeah, a little vodka shot. You know, just like some simple. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a blue a purple Gatorade shot. Two shots of vodka. So. My regular shot. So this is for, I'm not telling you to start this guy over your Kyler Murray's, your Lamar Jackson's, but let's just say that in your draft, you decide to wait till the end rounds and you were left with Matt Ryan or Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. So my regular shot this week is Jameis Winston. Okay. Um, Green Bay is never really known for their defense. Uh, I think Sean Payton has four years of an itch that's been built up because he couldn't spread the ball down the field. So I really think that week one, he decides to show everybody what the Saints offense has been missing. See, I don't I don't think so. You don't? I don't. I think Green Bay's defense this year is going to be a lot better than last year. Jerry Alexander had Under. somewhat of a down year last year. This year, Jerry's going to show out. That's all they have. Winston's not going to get touched in the pocket. I think I think it's a high scoring game. It could be. I mean, I just I'm, see, I'm more high on Kamara than than like a Winston type. You know, but like not because of the you know obviously Kamara is, is one Kamara. of the best in the yeah. fucking league. But I'm saying like, but you know how easy it is for Winston ex, to dump ex, off a five yard pass and him go for forty five yeah, touchdown. Yeah. Expectation wise, I'm thinking Kamara would exceed that. What do you see M- this score? more than Winston would? What do you see this score being? It would be more like a, a thirty-five to thirty-one. So that's a high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if that is the score, you have to think Jameis Winston at least. If he's gonna, if the Saints are gonna score thirty-one, you have to at least see Jameis Winston mm-hmm. throwing for two, at least. I understand. So that's why he's just—he's not my—he's sh- not my shot of the week. He's not the highest scoring. I, I don't think he'll be the highest scoring quarterback this week. But I think that he'll be a top 10 quarterback this week. Okay. You can go with your second one. I only have one. Oh, you only have one? Uh... Yeah, we're just going to do one of each. Okay. Yeah, Just so just pick your favorite out of the two. Okay. My regular shot, my two shot of vodka, bloop, bloop. <laughs> is Jalen Hurts. He has a date with the Falcons. Okay. 
I'm a firm believer in Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to have a tremendous year. And against the Falcons is a great matchup. Falcons were ranked 32nd in fantasy points allowed to quarterback last year. Yes. They were dead last. And it wasn't even close. No. Their defense is atrocious. It's atrocious. I think the Falcons win the game. But this game probably will be 41 to 42. No, I 100% agree. Um, they have the over-under for this game set at... it got to be at, at least... 47 and a half. See, I, unless, unless Atlanta comes out and decides to run the ball... Which, I mean, they do have Tennessee's ex-OC over there. So he, yeah. he will be bringing it, but... They, they won't be able to run the ball to keep up. I, th- I think that the Eagles are going to score. That's going to be a, the game of keep up, just like Cleveland and— Yeah, whoever ha- whoever has the ball last wins. Yeah, like I, Jalen Hurts and Baker Mayfield, both both of them I have as, as, a, shot. Sto- as yeah. a shot. So, like, either one you can, you can plug in, and they'll probably give you some top ten numbers. Yeah. Maybe top five. I'm cool with it. Um, so now we're on the other end of the spectrum. This is my not of the week. So okay. this is the guy that I am not starting. He should not be in your starting lineup this week at all. Okay. It is Mac Jones. Hmm. Mac Jones is a rookie in a very hard to operate offense. Um, he plays Miami this week. Last year, Miami only allowed on average 250 passing yards and 1.2 touchdowns per game. Oof. Xavier Howard is a man. That's solid. No, that that's great stats. I mean, just looking at the numbers alone, it doesn't matter who your quarterback is. If you see those types of numbers on just a blind test, obviously your first thought process is, I'm not starting a quarterback against this yeah. team. I'm also not a big Mac Jones guy. No, now see, I am. I, I love Mac Jones. I think that he can be... Tom Brady-esque in that offense, just not yet. I don't think that with, they should... With Bill, maybe, but I, I just... I, I can't see it. I can't see it. I, now that Cam Newton's gone... I don't I don't think they should have dropped him. He, I, well, yeah, I don't think so either. Mac Jones don't have any guidance no. other than Bill Belichick himself. And McDaniels. What's it? McDaniels? Josh McDaniels. Yeah, he's, he's a stud. Yeah, he is. He's going to be their next head coach. I think so. Yeah, he. that's the only reason he has Either him or, or his son. The Belichick's son in jail. Is he? Oh no, that was Andy Reid's son. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, Andy Reid's son. He was drunk driving and he hit somebody. I thought it was like his nephew or his. It was one of them. No, it was the offensive coordinator's son or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, it was Andy Reid's son. Oh wow, that's yeah. a fucked up situation. Yeah. But I think it that, was like the week of the Super Bowl. Or, yeah, it was or the week like. before the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Yeah, I remember that. All right, so who's your uh, who's your knot of the week? Who are my you not knot, touching this week? My knot of the week. You're going to look at me so funny. Justin Herbert. I'm not sitting Justin Herbert. Well, okay. So here's here's what you what I would do, okay? If you have somebody like Jalen Hurts, like ba- Baker Mayfield, like Tom Brady, not Jameis Winston because I'm on the other end of the spectrum with you. Um I'm starting Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, Tom Brady over Justin Herbert. I have been... Who they play? Washington? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, and I mean, that's... 
I understand their defensive line, but their secondary really doesn't scare me. Their secondary is scary. Even though it's like they don't have any big names. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they just they're play just fundamental football. They're so they're so well together. Yeah, they're so fundamental. They have sound. Kendall Kendall Fuller. They just got William Jackson from the Bengals. Mm-hmm. He he was like the one bright spot on the yes. Bengals defense. Yes, he, he yes. Was there. They also got Bobby McLean. Mm-hmm. Not McLean, McCain. Oh, from uh, the president. No, <laughs> from <laughs> from the Buccaneers. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably yeah, two yeah. years ago, mm-hmm. he was on the Buccaneers, or three years ago. And then they got Landon Collins at, at strong safety. So like, no, yeah, they their defense, their defense is pretty fucking solid. Okay, yeah, I, could, I mean, I could see it. It's. And now you're you're also not saying don't sit Justin Herbert, right? You're just saying that Justin Herbert won't have. He's, I think he'll be a fringe. I would top say 20. fringe top twenty, top fifteen, okay. maybe. So you're just saying that there is other player, there's other matchups to play. Yes. yes. So my regular, not of the week, would be Tua. Okay. Um. You saw in the pre. I'm I'm pretty high on Tua this year. I think he takes a huge step in the right direction. But playing against New England, it's the interceptions. Yeah, playing against New England, the first first game of the season isn't an easy task. Mm -hmm. They're known for their defense. J.C. Jackson is a top five corner in the league. Um, If Gilmore, he's 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 lucky. Yeah, he's lucky. Gilmore's out. Yeah, but. You saw in the preseason, he's still trying to fit balls in tight windows where they it, should not be. Yeah, just they should not just be. take the throw away yeah. and save save your team. But yeah, I I am not touching two of this. I'm I'm not even touching. The only player I might touch this year, I mean this week one, is Gasecki for the Dolphins, but that's about it. Okay. I am going to say my regular knot is Derek Carr. He has a date with the Ravens. The Ravens are one of the best defenses in the entire league. 100%. And it's it's scary. That defensive, that secondary is scary. That linebacking core is legit. Yes. Throughout, throughout the entire defense, it's scary from top to bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the most complete. No bias here, but... I think them, the Saints, and the Rams have the three most complete from top to bottom with depth. Yeah, yeah. The Saints, uh, once again, not not being biased here, the Saints could rotate seven guys at D-line, seven guys at linebacker. I just they're feel not, that... They're I just not too feel deep in the secondary, I just, but the, the Ravens are kind of the opposite. They're deep in the secondary and at linebacker, but their D-line isn't... They just got rid of Matthew Judon. Mm-hmm. And they just traded away uh, that rookie from Ohio State at that corner, Sean Wade. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but besides that, I think that they are a top. They're a top five defense in the league, no doubt. I just think other than um, Marshawn Lattimore for the Saints, Marcus Williams a stud dog. I know, but top he's five in the league. yeah, he's a safety. Pay that man. Other than other than Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, who, the cornerbacks are. Right. It's kind of like it's, a, it's, it's a almost mark. like it's almost like Philly. You have Darius Slay, and then you have we got a Joe. rookie. We got a rookie. Slum Joe. Slum Joe. Slum Joe. Please come up to the stand. 
<laughs> Number 41, Slum Joe. <laughs> All right. All right, so we're going to go to running backs now. Uh, my running back shot of the week is Kareem Hunt. Ooh. I have Kareem Hunt as my number one. They're playing against the Chiefs. They're going to throw a lot. Last year, the Chiefs allowed, on average, 24 points to the running back position. And also, Kareem Hunt fits the script mm-hmm. for the game plan. He's their passing back. He's their passing back. The Cleveland Browns have one of, uh, I'd say, top three offensive lines in the league. And I just think this this is the highest over for week one for a reason. This is going to be a shootout. And I don't see Nick Chubb really fitting into the script much. Okay. Yeah. I I agree with that. Because I, I think they're going to throw the, the, the... That's going to be a shootout. Oh, 100%. The total for that game is 53. Mm-hmm. And first quarter? First quarter, they will try and slow it down. Mm-hmm. And But once... Once Patrick Mahomes and them boys get that ball. Yeah, you... Good luck. I don't think there's a defense... It's a track I, race. I understand, like... There, I don't think there's a defense on this earth that can slow down. Maybe you can slow down Patrick Mahomes, but you will not be able to stop him. Last year, Tampa Bay did it. They slowed him down. They stopped him. How many points did they scored in the Super Bowl? I understand, but... That's because he had no help. Yeah, no, dude it, made a fucking saw. Uh, he was laying down. He was in laying his, down on his couch, exactly <laughs> throwing the ball. Like, th- what more do you want him to do? Yeah, one hundred percent. Who's who's your shot of the week? My running back shot of the week is James Robinson against the Texans. I think he's gonna have at least hundred fifty yards total or rushing. Rushing. Okay. This dude will have himself. A game. Houston has arguably the worst defense, especially their rushing defense. I couldn't name you one person on their starting defense. They gave up last year 160 yards. Rushing per game? A game. game. Tight. No, I mean, I I 100% agree with that statement. I also don't see Jacksonville losing because they'll be up, I think, the the whole game. Yeah, and... He's an undrafted rookie, so it's not like they're gonna take him out of the game. Let's try and save him or something. Exactly. So you could you could set James Robinson before you could set him a, a week lot ago. of people. Yeah, you I think he's gonna be a top five back this year. I mean this, this week. This week. I, I could I could see that happening. Um, okay, so my regular shot for this week is Mike Davis. Okay. Uh, Mike Davis is gonna be used both in the running game and the passing game. I'm not really scared of Philly's defensive line. Don't get me wrong. First half, yes, I will be scared of them. But I think that it's a shootout, which means both offenses, boom, they're going to be rolling. Okay, The defense will get tired. They have some big boys on their D-line. Mm-hmm. I think they get tired out to the later parts of the of the game. Okay. I see this year, I see, I mean, they came out, Arthur Smith came out and said that he wants Mike Davis to be a Derrick Henry type workhorse. So I see... Mike Davis getting anywhere from 25 to 30 touches a game, which if you give me that type of volume, I don't care who you're going up against, you're going to produce. That's okay. why he's not my start. my He's not my shot of the week, but he is just a regular shot. I You could plug him in your flex, and he has, he has great upside this week. Okay. Who's your... Uh... My regular shot... 
is Raheem Mostert. Must start. Must start. Okay. You better start him at the beginning of the season. I think he. I think he's gonna come out. He came off um, his preseason game. He went uh, seven rushes for fifty-three yards, which is pretty damn good. And from the eye test, looking at him through that third preseason game, he looked really fucking good. Mm-hmm. He looked really, really good. Don't get me wrong, Trey Sermon. You know, I think it's gonna. He he's gonna come in later on in the season. Yeah, it's 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 Mostert's job right now. But for right now, yeah, one hundred percent. I think as long. How about this? I think as long as Mostert stays healthy, I think Mostert is gonna take over that backfield. I agree. As long as he's healthy, because from what he from what he did that third preseason game, he looked really Explosive. fucking good. Like very good. His speed. He's one of the fastest running backs in the league. Oh yeah, it's up there. Him and McCaffrey. Yeah, they play in Detroit, so like. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Their defense is fucking horrible. They're almost almost up there with with Houston. The only problem, not, the only not problem I have with um, with Mostert is game script. Um, if if they yeah, go they're up, a big, if they, they go might, up big, they, they might, might throw in Sermon and mm-hmm. Lance just to get some reps in. Yeah, but uh. I mean, I still think he could break an 80-yard touchdown at any second. Yeah. And just that one play will get you enough to for him to be solidified in your week one lineup. Yeah, I understand. So my nod of the week is actually a guy that I was very high on until the preseason started. It's Miles Gaskin. Miami has showed that they're going to go with a running back by committee. Malcolm Brown out-touched him in every game in the mm-hmm. preseason. And they're going up against New England. Yeah. Which... New England's known for their defense. Like, they have some studs on that line, and I just I don't see Miles Gaskin producing. I could be totally wrong, but I, the way that it's been looking this preseason, he's been getting out-touched by everybody. So I just I don't know if they were trying to wait and you know keep him fresh for week one. But from what I've seen so far, I'm not touching him until I see that he takes full leadership of that backfield. Okay. My knot of the week is Jonathan Taylor against the Seahawks. Another RBC. Another running back by committee. Yes. And game script is not in his favor. It's going to be a Naheem 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 Hines. Hines. They're going to throw the ball a fuck ton. Seattle's going to win this game. And You that confident? Yeah. Okay. I don't don't think it's going to be. Is Carson Wentz playing? Yeah. Okay. Him and he, Quentin Nelson's back. I don't think he's Oi. 100%. He's not going to be playing yeah. as much. He's not going to be up to par. He's just like almost Dak Prescott. Okay, I understand. Like, he'll yeah. play, but he's not 100%. My regular knot for this week is Joe Mixon. Poor offensive line plus a good defensive line in the Vikings equals no good. <laughs> The Viking, the Vikings defense is usually solid. Wasn't Daniel Hunter? Um, they they resigned he, him. He wasn't he hurt last year? Yeah, or most of the year. Yeah, he was hurt. And their linebackers are studs. They just paid Harrison Smith. Um, and Zimmerman's known for his defense. They gave Harrison Smith like a four year deal, thirty mil extension. He's thirty two years old. What are they thinking? Uh, Mike Zimmer's always been like that though. Xavier, how old was Xavier Rhodes whenever they extended him? He he was up in they, age too. They trying to make him turn the clock or know. something. I don't but, I don't know. But uh, I'm staying away from Joe Mixon. Yeah, I understand. My regular knot for running backs is Mike Davis Fair. against the Eagles. Fair. Only because the Eagles 
defensive line is legit. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and uh, who's there? Hargraves. Yeah, Javon Hargrave. Mm-hmm. That's some big boys. You. No, I, I don't think they slow down. I don't think they week slow down. one. They've all been there, so it's they've all they've always Eagles defensive line have has always been that's been their mo exactly that's what they're known for exactly all right so moving on to receivers my shot of the week is a rookie okay Terrace Marshall Jr. Uh, the Panthers are playing the Jets I think that the Panthers are gonna blow out the Jets the Jets defense is terrible they lost their slot corner this offseason Poole. He went to the Saints. Um, so we've been talking this week. Uh, we've been talking so far this year on the podcast about Sam Darnold and throwing to the slot. Well, guys, I finally found the number. Last year, <laughs> it's nuts too. Sam Darnold has target targeted his slot receiver on fifty three point seven percent of his throws. And guess who's lining up in the slot for the Carolina Panthers? Terrence Marshall. We've been saying this. If you didn't pick him in your drafts, he was that is your fault. The, he was going in the 12th to 13th round. Yeah, that is your fault. Because it's so disrespectful they don't even have a picture on his profile. He's about to blow up. Yep. I'm telling you right now. Who's your, uh, who's your shot of the week, week one, Brayden? My shot of the week for wide receivers is Julio Jones. They Fair. play in the Cardinals, and Julio is still one of the best wide receivers in the league and being traded to the titans doesn't change the fact that his his value is still really really fucking high if julio can fucking stay healthy he he will literally be a he might be a top five fantasy wide receiver the entire year i think he's their number one even though AJ Brown is that dude, that dude, but Julio is more of that dude. He that like dude. he is that, that dude. dude, that dude's dude. And like the Cardinals' defense is absolute. Like their their secondary is horrible. The best, the best thing they have is their safety, Buddha Baker. You know how I like him. Mm-hmm. That booty, that booty Baker. And you you like Isaiah Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, but. He's going to line up more on the linebacker mm-hmm. side. So, like, he's not going to be covering anything on the outsides. Correct. And like we said. Even Buda Baker. He's not going to be covering anything on the outside. And we're talking about safeties and linebackers here. We can't even mention a cornerback for him right now. Yeah. And if if I'm the Cardinals, I'm either double-teaming Julio or A.J. Brown. Hopefully, they don't, they don't double-team Julio. But I think, I think they'll double team AJ Brown. Okay. I, that's that's just my thing, and I think that's the safest bet because if that's the case, Julio's bound to to have like two hundred yards. Okay. So, um, since there's so many receivers, we're gonna do two regular shots for them. So my two regular shots are in the same game. So number one, I have Devontae Smith, and number two, I have Russell Gage. Okay. So. Devontae Smith, Atlanta ranked 32nd against the pass last year, which we've already stated. And they have that previous connection. And I see zero defense in this game. We zero. Are, zero. We yeah. already said this is going to be the highest scoring game of the week. Mm-hmm. 
And on the other side of the ball is Russell Gage. Um, Slay is going to try and lock down Calvin Ridley as much as he can. So I see Russell Gage seeing a lot of volume this week. And also Philly last year ranked 28th against points allowed to receivers. So I, I just, with all that being said, I see these two receivers each getting you at least 17 points. They're, I lie, their floor week one for both of them is 15. So my regular shots, I actually have three, but two of them, one of them's like together. I have Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Okay. They both have a date with the Bengals, and Trey Waynes is hurt right now with a hamstring. Yep. And he's day-to-day. I think if it's me, if if I'm Zach Taylor, I'm not starting Trey Waynes because your defense cannot handle your best corner to not play the rest of the year. Well, Correct. not – not play the rest of the year, or but like extend have your a, have a lingering injury yes. throughout the season. So I'm not starting Trey Wayne's. No, no clue how he's gonna feel by game day, but I'm betting that he won't play. You don't want that that to linger. Mm-hmm. If he don't play, both of these guys turning up, Thielen and Jefferson. I think even if he plays, they still turn up because he's gonna line up over Jefferson, and Jefferson's gonna gonna walk that dude. Yeah, I think so too. And I also have. Russell Gage against the Eagles. Um, So this is a stat that I've seen last year. I could be wrong on this, but the Eagles, so their cornerbacks are Darius Slay and whoever the fuck else. Joe Bro. Yeah, Joe fucking Joe Blow. (laughs) I've seen this stat last year. I don't know where I've seen it from, but the Eagles gave up the most points and it wasn't even close the most points to wide receiver two and up okay so wide receiver three wide receiver four wide receiver two their wide receiver it makes sense because slay's gonna shut down your number one so you have to resort to your two and three i'm not big on ridley this week but i still think he has a good a good week i still think he has just because a top 15 week just because of how much scoring will go on exactly so every mouth will get fed in this game. Yeah, and I and I see Slay kind of going in and out of um, Pitts and Ridley. Okay, kind of going mm-hmm. back and forth, just I to could, kind of play the yeah, waters could, a little I bit. Could see just that to happen. see that. So uh, my knot of the week, I have Cortland Sutton as my knot of the week. Okay, going be, against uh, he'll be facing James, James Bar- Bradbury. Yeah, uh, I see Judy Eaton this week. I think so too. It's just, it's, uh, but I, I see Bradbury following Sutton. Uh, I'm gonna give you a few stats from I, last year on James Bradbury. Um, three interceptions, zero touchdowns allowed, eighteen pass deflections, and his longest reception allowed was 19 yards. Damn. James Bradbury was a stud last year, and I see him carrying that over into this year. Who's their Who's their second cornerback? Uh, Couldn't tell you that exactly. That's that's like, I feel like almost Eli Apple. a lot of well he, <laughs> he that's who y'all yeah he was he there to, no I'm yeah. just messing around well like his mom ruined him no haha Clinton Dix his mom ruined him he got cut to, uh, today I know that's so sad yeah but Elijah made it yeah he did Elijah's gonna be their number one uh, kick returner that's pretty tight 
Yeah. So my not of the week is Allen Robinson. I don't Dude, really, I wanted to put, I almost put him swear on everything. I don't need to really talk about this. Andy Dalton. <laughs> he's and going. Ramsey. He's going against Jalen Ramsey. And he has Andy Dalton throwing the ball to him. Best cornerback in the league. Darnell Mooney, he, though? That's crazy. Just, Dar- Darnell Mooney, he's just like uh, Re- Russell Gage. He might, he might have a game just like Russell Gage. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not high on Darnell Mo- Mooney like I am on Russell Gage. Right, right, right. So, Allen Robinson, that dude is in for a rude awakening. My my regular knot this week, now I'm not saying, now I'm still starting this guy in a few leagues, but going into the week, I already know that he's not going to produce week one like he will the rest of the season. That player is Terry McLaurin. They're going up against the Chargers. He'll be facing a rookie cornerback in Asante Samuel Jr., from what I've been seeing in camp, Asante Samuel has been shutting shit down. And guess what else? He also has one of the best safeties in the league that's going to be hovering on top of him all game in Derwin James. So I think that their game plan is going to be to shut down Terry McLaurin. And I think they're, they're going to achieve that. I could still see a sat line of five receptions for 60 yards, mm-hmm. which isn't. And maybe a touchdown, but... It's more of it's more of how the how Washington wants to play it. Right. Because the Chargers don't have a good run defense. Yeah. So Antonio Gibson could eat and if, if Antonio Gibson eats, then they no. won't they won't need Terry McLaurin to ball Correct. out. Correct. They won't need him. Alright, so my regular knot, I have two of them. Any Raiders receiver, do not start them. Okay. I'm I'm not trying to cap you or anything, all right? But okay. you're taking the easy way out. You said Derek Carr was a sit, and you said no Raiders receiver as also a sit. Because Tell me what league you have Derek Carr or a Raiders receiver. I'm not Brian Edwards. Exactly. But I'm not this, is, this is for any 12-man league. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you took Derek Carr, okay. Only player you could start on the Raiders is Kenyon Drake. I would say Josh Jacobs, but Josh Jacobs' script is going to get tossed to the side and is going to be a Kenyon Drake dump off. Well, some people take three running backs. Some people take... Okay, so I like Waller this week. Mm -hmm. Some people take three running backs back to back to back and then go tight end if one of them's still there. Yeah. Or they, they don't wait till six, seven, eight rounds to get... Their first wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they might have to start Ruggs or Brian Edwards. You know. Yeah. No, I was I was just messing with you. But this week, don't start him <laughs> at all. I'm telling you that there's no shot. They might they might put a goose egg. It's gonna be like last year. I don't see anything changing from last year where the only Raiders you could start were their running backs and their tight end. Mm-hmm. That's the only guys that are gonna produce. I. My regular knot also is Kenny Galladay. He's, he still has that hamstring injury that's bothering him. He's he's gonna play, but he won't be at one hundred percent. So I I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Even if he plays, he's gonna be facing Patrick Sertan. Yes. He he's well. Here's the thing. He's either facing Kyle Fuller, Ronald Darby, Bryce Callahan, or Pat Sertan. You got one of them. Either one, 
you're fucked. Yeah, no, that y'all secondary is legit. And I think Daniel Daniel Jones doesn't have a great game at all. So that makes it even easier. Even if Kenny Galladay is healthy, I still don't think he does anything. Okay, I agree. And I'm I'm big on Kenny Galladay. I have him in a few leagues. I'm mm-hmm. just hoping that he gets healthy. Um, we're gonna go to our tight ends now. We only have one shot and one knot of the week. Okay. So my shot of the week is Tyler Higby. You have him. Mine too. <laughs> so on average, the Bears give up uh, around 18 points. On uh, on average, the Bears give up about 18 points to the tight end. Mm-hmm. And they were also ranked 32nd against the tight end last year. Mm-hmm. I understand their linebackers were banged up, but still, I, until I see that they fix that problem, I'm going to start Higby whenever he has Matthew Stafford throwing him the ball. This is the easiest the easiest matchup on paper. Correct. 100%. Like, on paper. Because they, they not gonna, they're not going to test their corners. Mm-hmm. Correct. Everything's going to be up the middle. You might get uh, Cooper Cup might have a lot of yeah a lot of receptions, but well, Woods Woods works the the inside too. Mm-hmm. But but uh, for a tight end, he's gonna work the middle of the field, and I see him getting a lot of a uh, a lot of a lot of targets. Yeah. Now my knot of the week is arguably the worst matchup on paper. It's Robert Tunyon. He's going up against the Saints. The Saints have a top five um, linebacking core. And they also have Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who plays tight ends really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see a little bit of regression from Robert Tunyon this year. Uh, Randall Cobb's back. Adams. They drafted Amari uh, Rogers from Clemson. So I think that they added A.J. He, Dillon gets used more. He's not He's go. not going to have enough opportunity. Correct. Because last think. year, all it was was him, Jones, and Adams. Mm-hmm. This year, there's a lot more mouths to feed. So I think that his target share goes down, and I just I see Demario Davis messing up. You think his he, you think he's gonna uh, he's gonna guard him? It's either gonna, gonna be he's gonna shadow. It's either gonna be him. Uh, so what's most likely gonna happen is uh, whenever he comes up the line, Davis is gonna check him, and then Chauncey Gardner Johnson is gonna pick him up the rest. I really can't wait to see um, Marshawn Lattimore versus Devontae Adams. It won't happen. Marshawn Lattimore won't, won't play week one. Why? Because he's not playing until he gets his uh, contract figured out. Wow. Yeah, he's going to be a diva. He's going to piss me off. But, hey, you know what? Whatever. Fuck it. Well, Marshawn Lattimore, you want to be a diva? Go ahead. Michael Thomas, want to be a diva? Go ahead. Hey, Alvin Kamara, you know what? Be a diva. Fuck it. <laughs> Y'all since, just leave. Since when? Because I, I didn't I didn't see that. He uh, Two days ago, he said that he, Fuck, yeah, he, said he wasn't playing until he uh, works on his contract. Hopefully by week one. Yeah. His contract. So that... Out. That makes Robert Tunyon even worse. Like, yeah, because because gonna, he, he's going to throw the ball yeah. so much to Adams. My not of the week is T.J. Hawkinson against the Forty ers Fred Warner. He he's going to have a hard time getting open. I'm high on Amon Amon Ra. I can never get his name right. Amon, Amon Ra St. Brown. Brown, dude. Uh, the Packers. Waved or cut uh, a Aquinas St. Brown and it scared the fuck out of me because I thought it was Amon Ross St. Brown. I was like, 
I saw St. Brown. I was like, what the fuck? And then the Lions had cut uh, Brashad Perriman. Yeah. The same day. So, Dude, it scared the shit out of me. I like that that nod of the week, though. A lot of people are going to be forced to start him. Yeah. And but uh, I think this is going to be week one's biggest bust, to be honest. I could agree because I, um, I see a lot of dump-offs to the, to the running back. To and, Swift, yeah. Yeah, Swift and um, Williams. Oh, yeah, I forgot Jamal Williams was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just don't see him. Fred Warren is best linebacker in the league, correct? Richard Sherman. Yeah, no, no, no. Yes, for sure. Richard, Richard Sherman's, Sherman's not there. there. No. So that opens up a lot more for the outsides. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless TJ Hawkinson lines up on the outside. Yeah, it all depends on how they use him. Yeah. If they use him like that, then But I think I think this is going to be week one's biggest bus. Yeah. So we're going to go with defense. And I think also... Uh, before we get into defense, I also think that that script is going to be a running script. Yeah. Because the Farden on is like to run the ball, and then Dan Campbell is going to want to come in his first game. That's going to be a coach. fast game. It's going to be oh, a fast yeah, game. 100%. Okay, so we just have one defense. This is... Um, so if you're like me, I wait till the last round. I don't care what defense it is. I just pick it up because I know every week I'm going to pick up and drop a defense, and I'm going to play matchups. So... I've said that Tua is a knot. I've said that Miles Gaskin is my knot of the week. And I also said that I wouldn't start anybody on their offense this week. So with that being said, Patriots defense, um, I think their ADP was 12. So in a 10-man league, theoretically, they should still be yeah. on the waivers. Go ahead, pick them up, play them, and thank me later. Yeah. I don't think Miami gets anything going. Nope. I, I don't see that. My shot of the week for defense is... <laughs> this is not bias, I promise. Okay. The Broncos. Shocker. They're the top defense this week on ESPN for a reason. Mm-hmm. Saquon's not 100%. I, I don't see Saquon... Even playing this week. No, I see him playing, but only getting like ten touches. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, who they? Who's their backup? Gallman still. Gallman. Yeah. yeah. So Denver's revamped and defense it, is. No, I actually like this because um, Galladay's hurt, Saquon's hurt, and uh, Evan Ingram got hurt in the last preseason game. Mm-hmm. So even that, if a- Evan Ingram was playing, I still had him as as one of my knots because he can't even fucking hold on to a ball. Yeah. But still, what I'm what I'm getting at is that's three of Daniel Jones' yeah. top targets yeah. right there. Yeah, and their line hasn't done anything to prove to me that they've stepped up. Thomas is still getting beat by simple double moves, mm-hmm. and the fact that the fact that Von Miller and Bradley Chubb is going to be on the field at the same time, they haven't done that until since Bradley since Chubb's Bradley rookie Chubb's year. rookie year, which yeah. was three years ago. That defense is gonna be scary this year. I know I'm sounding biased, but what, uh, I'm telling you that pass rush is one of the best in the NFL. So their ADP was um, they were the 11th defense. Okay, so coming off the board. Once again, so that's a good streamer. Yeah, theoret- if you're in a te- theoretically, if you're in a 10 man league, they should be on the free agents. That's a good. That's a bomb ass. Streamer. So the Denver Broncos, according to ESPN Fantasy, the Denver Broncos are rostered in eighty percent of leagues. You have 
a, a chance, check check your waivers, see if they're on there. If you are, if you don't if, already have, yeah, them. if you don't already have them, then check your waivers. They there's, I mean, there's a good possibility that somebody has them. Yeah, and you could play them week one. It's a good ass streamer. No, and I, you I can like use them for the next three weeks because they have Jaguars next and then Jets week three. Yeah, so uh, pick up and stash them. Yeah, for the next three weeks at least. Yes. So today we don't have um, any betting at the end of this podcast. So this is just a strictly fantasy one. Next Thursday. Fuck, why I keep. I, since it's so far away, I keep thinking that it's like. All right. So that's the end of this podcast. There's no betting today. There's really no games until Thursday, so we'll we'll talk about that on the next podcast. Thanks for listening. As always, please like, share, download, and we'll see you guys Thursday. Cheers.